What's up guys and welcome to the Combat Corner. My name's Kobe. I'm Jackson. And today we will be doing the first episode of Combat Corner. We're going to discuss a few things. Yeah, we've got uh, a few things to discuss. Like you say, we've got UFC 294 from last week. Um, we've got a bit of the Nganu versus Fury coming up. Big one, big one. We're going to discuss John Jones's injury, obviously. Big news. Um, Almeida Lewis, that's a big, big fight night coming up. A bit of, a, bit of an interesting one. Yeah, right definitely. There. Um, um, and last but certainly not least, uh, the beer of today's episode is Orion. Orion. Working now is craft. I've never had it before. Have you? Neither. Neither. Very so, excited. Let's very get excited. into it. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Combat Corner. So we're back. This uh, is the first time that we're we're here, and it's going to go out to anyone. But we have been here before. We have. We've done a test episode, and it went well. And we think we're ready to really get into it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it. Uh, well, it went well, and then we had some hiccups, and we've kind of been running around all week trying to yeah. trying to sort those out. But that's the fun of it, I guess. Yeah, it is. That's been a lot of the fun of the past three or four months trying to get this all sorted. Uh, and that was kind of like the final teething issues that we got through. Final and hurdle. Yeah, so we're here now. We're ready to go. We're going to discuss some really interesting topics for Nothing you guys. Nothing of which we would have discussed last week. No, but, no, no, no. But we're, not, we're not recycling old shit. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. We're here now. Tell us a bit about yourself, Kobe. What so, got you to this point? What got me here? Um, so yeah, my name's Kobe. Uh, I got into MMA probably about, well, eight years ago now, uh, seven or eight years ago. Um, I got into it because of Conor McGregor. Basically, he kind of pulled me towards it. All the news that he was, all the attention that he was getting brought me in. Uh, I started playing the, the UFC video game because it was free um, with the Xbox Game Pass or something like that. And yeah, just from there... Barely missed a pay-per-view, barely missed a fight card, try and hit as many as I possibly can. Um, but, you know, being a relative casual, I I try my best and, you know, that's that's pretty much it. What about yourself, Jackson? Um, yeah, I've been a, a, a bit of a shorter tenure than you so far. I mean, it's been about probably three and a half, maybe pushing four years that I've like had quite a strong interest in MMA. Um, it definitely definitely spiked like quite a lot in the um in the lockdowns like i remember scrolling through facebook and it seemed like the only like new sporting events that was still coming out and still being like shown highlights of and stuff was the ufc and so i took quite an interest in it from that um but again i'm i'm probably a, a sufferer of the conor mcgregor era as well and and the pull that he kind of had on the sport but i mean that's that's probably a lot of people out there and as we're both pretty casual fans to this day it's uh yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see who fills those boats because there's a few people that 100 are... <clears> percent. <throat> no yeah i think yeah you're right a lot of people did obviously get pulled in by mcgregor he was a huge marketing pull for the ufc and it, it's it's one of the reasons why the ufc is as big as it is today mm. uh, which is great but no yeah so this podcast is basically going to be more of a kind of laid back um take on mma news and other combat sport news you know we don't propose to be absolute experts but we try our best and yeah we just want to have a good time we want to give you guys some good entertainment basically 
Um, we both hail from New Zealand. That's where this podcast is coming from. You know, little humble Christchurch, New Zealand. Christchurch. Yeah. If you probably don't know where that is, if you're not from here. Um, but yeah, really hope you guys enjoy. We'll get into the episode, eh? Um, so first of all, we've got a very special announcement to do. This here is a beer that we will be drinking. <laughs> it's a beer. This is a correct. beer. It's a Japanese beer, and this is a feature that we'll be doing on basically every episode, um, having a bit of a try at a new drink, and then we'll be looking to rate the drink um, on our trusty little wall up here. Uh, hopefully, you know, deriving a bit of a top ten as time goes. Hmm. So our first one is what is it? Orion Okinawa's Craft, the draft. It's got a bit of a rhyme to it. That's, um, uh, from Okinawa to the world. So that 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 message has, has come true, really, hasn't it? It it's, has. It's all the way over here yeah. in New Zealand. You know? <laughs> to the world. This thing has come a long way. It uh, has. looks like a pretty decent beer. Let's crack it open and get into it. Oh, that was good. That was, that was good. good. Oh, I saw you did it by, by it? the mic. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, come on, man. This is the... Some of us are about the production oh, value. I know. I'm sorry. Man. This is the this is the the can branding, looks very cool actually. I really like the look of this. Five um, percent beer. Very interested to try. Do you? What do you? It's not too bad. Ooh, that is quite nice actually. Hmm. That's lovely. It's that got good. a bit of a bit of a kingfisher kind of taste to it. It does. That without kind of being as strong. Yeah. Five percent instead of the old the the seven percent. Don't mm. worry, we will be doing kingfisher at some point. Um, if you know what that is, well, who knows? But yeah, that's that's all right, and we'll be supping at that throughout the episode. So just watch out, just to keep the the mouths lubricated, you know. Exactly, a bit of social lubricant. That's right, two of us. You know? That's right. We're not used to being on camera, all right, guys. Some of us. Some of us. Wait, what? No. Um, sweet. <coughs> cool. So I mean, we've got a bit to talk about from last week. Volk versus Islam, obviously. Yep. Big big night. It's had a bit of time to settle in now as well, which um, definitely feel a bit more comfortable with the result now uh last week when we discussed it it was quite, we were both quite upset we were both we were both pretty <laughs> there weren't tears upset. you'll never see the episode but there weren't tears yeah no, no no i didn't cry i didn't have to change shirt or and pants throughout the episode so it's had some time to settle in. it has yeah it has. how do you feel about it now how do you feel about the whole fight well so islam versus volk um it was tough to watch we're both big islam uh big volk fans i don't get me wrong, I'm an Islam fan too. I love the guy. I think he's great. But watching Volk go out like that on a um, couple of weeks' notice, obviously a little bit out of shape, not quite ready to get in there. Um, you know, just coming off of shoulder uh, elbow surgery. It sounds like I'm making all the excuses in the book, and I kind of am. But it was tough watching him go out there and <clears throat> perform in that way, and you know, just not really seem like himself against someone as good as Islam because mm. he will capitalize on it. If yeah, you, if you do exactly, you know, and he did, and he's. Islam is extremely impressive. That's right. So yeah. good. Like, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but yeah, at the end of the day, Islam did look exceptional in there, and I don't think it would have mattered who you put a, across from him. He was going to give them a very difficult time, um, in that shape at least. And yeah, I definitely agree with you. It was hard seeing seeing Volk go out like that, but um, he he even mentioned it in his in his post fight um press conference that he just. He was he was feeling a bit a bit crap sitting there yeah. on the couch at home and he and he needed to get up and do something and he took that fight on short notice and ultimately he paid the price. Yeah. Um and I honestly think that it's probably not something we'll see from him again because 
yeah, like like we like we've already kind of discussed this a little bit off off camera and whatnot, but I think that is the end to that rivalry. Um, which yeah, is yeah. which is sad because you know the first time there was such a build up for it for for months and uh, and all of the press that went on around it and 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 the fight was in Australia like it was huge yeah. and this kind of all kind of fell together at, at the last minute and and yeah so I mean it's it's not the result that we wanted but I mean it's the result that we got and Islam is probably very chuffed with himself He's and Volk has probably learned a very valuable lesson that you can't step in there in the cage against mm. someone. As, as talented yeah. and as brutal, to be quite honest, as Islam, because he, yeah, he capitalises on anything. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And that's another thing you touched on in the um, post-fight interview. You can't go up against someone as good as Islam and expect to do anything on 11 days' notice. You mm. know, who, well, I'm not, not saying this wouldn't have happened if um, Volk had a, a full camp. It could have definitely happened. And, you know, Islam is just that good. Anyone on any given day he can beat, mm. and you can beat them like that. But it's tough going in there on 11 days notice um, against someone as good as Islam and as prepared as Islam uh, and coming out with the win. And what did you predict to happen before the fight? I I don't really think I had a solid prediction in mind. I mean, obviously, like you say, we're, we're both big Volk fans. So in my heart, I was like, like I I held some hope that he'd go in there and get the job done. But at the same time, like, you can never write off someone like Islam Makhachev, like, and and the fight that they had last time was was such a like, like that's gonna be a, a massive fight, like Hall of Fame wise, and like in my opinion at least, like it just it was going until the very last the last second. It was, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I knew that Islam was dangerous, and Volk going in there on less than two weeks' notice was always going to be tr- tricky. Um, but yeah, I think. In my heart, I wanted it to be Vulcan. In my head, I kind of felt like it was going to be Islam. Yeah. So, I, I have to agree as well. In my heart, I'd like convinced myself that Volk was going to. Yeah. I, I could see it. Happen. Just because, especially like last time, after we were all kind of like, oh, I don't know, like Islam was still invincible last time. Remember? Correct. He yeah. was kind of he'd run through everyone. He'd got his he'd he'd just he'd just steamrolled Charles yeah. like in in a fight that no one really gave Volk a chance. No. No, no, no one really gave Volk a chance, did. and then and then he kind of said it. He said he said it afterwards. Like those who believed in me, you're like you 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 saw you saw what I'm capable of, and he's like, and those who kind of had their doubts, now they like now they know. Yeah, now they know, and yeah. and that was it. Like that was kind of why I, I felt like I I owed that to him for yeah. this fight. Was yeah. like I will believe in you because I that didn't. Last I time. wasn't hundred yeah. percent convinced last time. But, Absolutely, and then yeah. watching that fight and how it turned out, and then watching him demolish um rodriguez in the next fight back at featherweight obviously Mm. in the way that he did like he just looked untouchable and it just looked like the perfect thing maybe if he maybe he shouldn't have taken it and and on a full camp it would have been different but you know things have played out the way that they have now and um this is the fight game as well it's the fight game and yeah Mm. volkanovsky still goes down an absolute legend this changes nothing uh, he's a champion of the game. Hundred percent. Same with Islam, obviously. Uh, and now, what what's next? This is the big question on everyone's heads, right? There's a lot of suitors out there for Islam. Volk's mm. obviously got some challenges at one forty four, uh, forty five. And um, well, I mean, he could weigh in a pound under. He could if he wants. Yeah, he, could. he could. He really could. He shouldn't. He's that good. He is that good. And he did weigh under point five of. Oh no, he did. What's next? Anyway, think... yeah. So so yeah. What's next for Islam? We've got we've got two options really, don't we? We've got Charles. And we've got Conor McGregor, and we've got Gaethje. Ah, 
Yeah, right. I don't. Yeah. Can we not bring him up? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> did you see that thing that DC did? And he was like, "I got the perfect opponent for for Islam, Conor McGregor." Uh. And it's like DC, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. I get like all his points were kind of like, I mean, he was really reaching. I get what he was saying. I mean, you've got to be but... reaching to give Conor a, yeah. a shot at any belt right yeah, now. Yeah, no, absolutely, um, absolutely. If there was a, you know, a TMF, you know, maybe a... The money fight. No, like for Twitter. Oh, Twitter <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, apart from that, he hasn't been doing much else. But no, yeah, 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 I think Charles or Justin Gaethje. It's got to be it, yeah. Um, but Charles is yeah. the guy who deserves it most. I mean... We've talked about this before, about how the, the UFC will, a lot of the time, make the fight that will make them the most money. So, I mean, there's always that on the table, because I think it's tricky, though. I mean, Islam versus Charles, Islam versus Justin Gaethje. I mean, they're both, both big great draws. Fights. Yeah. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I like I like Islam versus Charles, because whoever wins that fight, I mean, Islam hasn't fought Gaethje before, but... If Charles were to win, then it sets up that rematch with Charles and Gaethje. That's exciting also. So, yeah. I mean, getting those two to fight really does open up the division a little bit more, I think. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I agree. I agree. It's, it's got to be Charles. Charles was given his his shot. He didn't lose his shot by losing to someone or proving that he wasn't good enough. He's obviously good enough to challenge. He's beaten off um, Benny, who was the clear, basically the clear number one contender. Mm. And he earned that spot rightfully. And then he got injured, which is unfortunate, but run it run it again. Uh, Islam barely took any damage, so he can obviously go oh, yeah. relatively soon. Yeah. I think this, he's uh, before Ramadan he wants to go, which is, um, I don't know when that is. I think it's like mid-year or something. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. Mm. I think the, the tricky thing is at the moment is they've got so many fights that need lining up at the moment. I mean, there's obviously middleweight that there's a lot of questions to be answered and and a few other divisions that still don't have uh title fights yeah. confirmed at the moment mm. and lightweight has been getting a lot of attention lately so it has yeah. yeah yeah it'll be it'll be tricky but i'd i'd say a main event maybe sometime around february or march yeah that, that would be good that, that, that wouldn't surprise me chuck chuck charles in there as long as he's fit and healthy yeah. and um winner fights gaichi gaichi doesn't need to fight anyone else i don't think he no. he like convincingly knocked out Dustin Poirier. Oh, who's, very convincingly. You know, he's the guy that, <clears throat> if you beat Poirier, you should get a title shot, you know? Yeah, um, I think that's fair. So let him wait out. Islam versus Charles early next year. Islam, uh, winner versus Gaethje. You think Taporia for bulk then? It's got to be Taporia, and I hope he takes longer, longer off than he is claiming that he's going to take off because coming back in January, which is three months or did he say february which whatever the case it's three or four months that's not long enough after being knocked out like that i had a feeling it was march i don't know why uh, yeah well then yeah three but four five months i don't think that's long enough Just take six seven months off work through your personal issues that you were having i know he said he's okay mm. but if he's getting those kind of issues you know yeah, if on you the feel couch, like you need to get up and fight like when you've proven to everyone that you're like he's he's going to be in the conversation for a long time of being one of the greatest fighters of all time. Yeah. Like, let alone like the the featherweight discussion is done now. He yeah. is the greatest featherweight. Yeah. Of all time. Um, I'm sorry, but that's he, yeah. yeah. He's beaten Holloway and Jose, who are the only other two, in my opinion, that can hold a torch. Obviously, there's McGregor, but that you know, it's mm. obviously he also beat Holloway and Aldo, but um, there's no way 
they're gonna you know it's it, I, I don't in terms know, of dominance there. in terms of there. dominance it's volk but you've got to think aldo before the ufc he oh. went on like a 10 fight title win streak and yeah that no, was before I... they had um featherweight in the ufc mm. which is pretty crazy it's it's a tosser. I, don't, I really don't think you can pin one person down in that division as the best of all time. Like I, me, I understand right. what you're saying, though. I understand. What you're... For me, yeah. For you, it's just I for me. For you, yeah. For you. <clears throat> so for you, it's Volk. For me, it's all four kind of merged into one. Wow. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture that in my head. It looked good. Connor's left hand, Aldo's legs, Volk's head. Yeah, Volk's Holloway's head. body and mm. right hand. I think Volk's respiratory system. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Holloway just also for got like easy. chokes in general. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Can't be choked. <laughs> just for never going out. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, for him, it's got to be Tapuria. It's yeah. got to be Tapuria next. Um, he's kind of if if you feed Tapuria to Max, he loses. Then what if are you gonna make him fight Max again? Do you he does. I mean, he's he's looking really, pretty solid. He, he does look good, but Max. But yeah, Max amazing. is kind of. He's been the boogeyman of that division in terms of people getting title shots. Yeah. And that's why he keeps getting put back in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they kind of, they can't find anyone. The good thing for Max is eventually Volk's going to have to retire and he's younger than Volk, so he can probably get that title back. He's just got to He's wait. younger than Volk, but... <laughs> not, not fighting not, years. That's right, yeah. He's, he's taken so much damage, he has, man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's taken a lot of damage. He's taken um, a lot of damage, but... Yeah, I think we've I got think a few other Tepuria. bites to talk about too. But yes, yeah, Tapuria versus Volk, Islam on, versus Charles. Yes, yes. Now we want to talk about the fight that happened: Chimaev versus Usman. Chimaev versus Usman, big fight. Uh, big fight feel about this fight. We're going into it. Um, a lot of people were saying this was actually a better fight than the Costa fight. You mm. know, without the the knowledge of what actually happened, I was kind of thinking the same. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know. I I really wanted to see um, Shamayev up against a middleweight. Yeah, and is you know Usman weighed in as a middleweight, but he's not a middleweight. No, he's like not. I I've I've got a lot of hope for the guy moving up to middleweight. But I mean, like I saw something that Usman uh, said this week, um, about the fact that you know Hamzat has had a year and a half almost to to grow into it to grow into middleweight, and yep. he's he had a couple of weeks. And he, yeah. he didn't look too bad out there. Like, mm-hmm. he, he didn't look nearly as big, but he didn't look tiny. No. That was um, another thing he said about his confidence as well. I think he, in the first round, he really lacked the confidence. Yeah. And he, he gave him too much respect. And then second, third round, you did see him get going a 100%. lot more. And um, you saw him come out of the show. And I personally thought he won those last two rounds. Yeah, it was very close. They were. Um, mm. But there was it was just so dominant in that first round yeah. it was hard to kind of oversee, which isn't how the the judging is is scored. But um, I mean from a yeah from a fight fan perspective, Hamzat did do the more more of the damage I think and had the bigger moments and really controlled the fight mm. in a way that Usman couldn't. Um, you could quite... tell he just wasn't ready. Yeah, he just wasn't exactly. quite ready. But he has the skills to really dismantle 100 like and there's so sure. many exciting matchups for him at middleweight yeah, um opposed is. to welterweight now i mean that's kind of dried up a little bit for him mm. um all of those names that he had kind of a bit of beef with and a bit of rivalry they're kind of slowly kind dropping of off let's see let's see a, a usman career um what is it honeymoon or twilight at middleweight mm. two or three fights let's see if he can get the title let's see what happens yeah um, stay at middleweight usman who would you like to see usman fight next think um it's tricky i don't want to put him in there against a wrestler because i think 
his striking has grown so much in the last few years, and I think that's a real that'll be a real test for him is putting him in against maybe someone like Jared Cannonier, you know, someone who's come down from heavyweight and is a big middleweight, yeah. and big and has been proven that he can fight those top contender fights. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him in there against Izzy, we've seen him in, we've seen him take a win against Strickland. Um, whether or not you want to view that as a controversial win or not, but like close. he's very he's a very fight. good fighter and he's got rocks for hands, man. <clears throat> and so I think that'd be a good fight for Usman. They're both very high level people, yeah. um, like in, in terms of their skills. So yeah, that's that's yeah, what I Kennedy would be good. He's obviously just got injured, unfortunately. Mm. Um, he was supposed to fight Roman Delitzi. Uh, I could be getting his name wrong there. It's a weird name. It's a great name. Don't get me. Hey, don't get me wrong. Fantastic name, name, Roman. But it's hard to pronounce for us people. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, he's got, what, eight months out. He's getting older, Kenanier. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> him against Usman would be extremely exciting. If that can't happen, then, you know, Marvin Vittori. Uh, That's another good one. Paulo Costa, even. if um, I, w- I just want to see Hums Up versus Paulo Costa. Same, because the beef. The beef is great. The beef is amazing. It dates, so back, it dates back to, what, probably two years ago now? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd say so. At the PI, yeah, that what you're talking about, yeah, yeah. that the was Jake funny. Shields man. There. That was funny, man. The stuff that Hamza was saying, I won't repeat it on camera because it's a bit not family family friendly. And we're all about um, being. We're family all about that. <laughs> all about that. We're trying to be. get the family around, watch the podcast. Yeah, we're family friendly. Have a couple beers. Yeah, have a couple brewskis. Yeah. Okay. So Hamza versus Costa, Kamara versus Vittori, Kamara versus Cannonier. Uh, There's. Yep. Yeah, I think in the top, we want to we want to put them both up. Someone who's in the top eight, you know, at yeah. least in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, hundred percent. Sorry, I just laughed because you said something and it sounded a bit <laughs> funny. And that's all right. It's just me being childish and stupid. Um, no, yeah, I fully agree. Someone in the top eight, top ten. <laughs> Apparently, Shamayev's getting a title shot. I don't personally want. I that don't rate happen, that, but yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. Dana's well, really pushing that a lot Mm-mm. it's interesting isn't it i mean when um going a little bit off topic but when sean beat izzy it was kind of a bit of a feel from dana that he didn't really like that result you could see it on his face yeah he went dana pink and had a little <laughs> didn't like it <laughs> he looked very upset he did. He that belt around horrible, him. Man. but like we a- another thing that we also discussed in the, the test episode last week was yeah, we, we both don't feel like Shamayev deserves that um, after fighting someone. Like, Kamaru, one of the best welterweights of all time. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Has he ever fought at middleweight before? I don't think so. No. No. Not, 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 not at not, least not a, in yeah. the, yeah. Not at top level. No. And, um, yeah. and Shamayev's a top level guy. Yeah. But, I yeah, I really <laughs> think we need to see him against a middleweight before he can he can yeah. go in there and, and Reboot have a shot Reboot, Reboot Costa, Costa early next year. Do it early next year or as soon as you can. Uh, honestly, give Duplessis mm. to Strickland. That is the perfect fight. That is what needs to happen, really, because yeah. he's the number one contender and he should be fighting the champion. But Yeah, I think that's fair. Two guys that the UFC don't like, Strickland and Duplessis, they're not going to match them together to give them a belt. Why you don't know they like I mean? Duplessis? I don't know. It's just it's it's strange Dana politics with Duplessis because he didn't take that fight against Izzy mm. um, because he had an injury. Yeah, but Dana kind of took that to heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, took that to heart. But then there's so many um, other people who, if if they did that, 
if that happened to them. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, for example, Chimaev fighting Strickland. Mm. Chimaev's next up, no matter what, even though he might have broken his hand. That that's an excuse, right? That's the same excuse that yeah. that um, Duplessis had, and they just skipped straight over him and forgot about him. Yeah, Chimaev's popular. They think he can beat Strickland. They think he's going to be a big cash cow. Yeah, here you go. You can do whatever you want. Go get surgery. We'll do it in eight months. You know, mm. they're not going to risk that opportunity. In terms of like risky personalities, though, I probably would view Hamza as a more risky personality than Sean. Yeah, because like, like that, that was a big media thing after Sean became the champion. Was like, mm. oh, the UFC better watch out now. What's he going to say? Who's he going to offend? You know. And since then, <laughs> he hasn't done all no, that he's much. Been that, he's been pretty quiet. Maybe well, they've said something. He's to been him. on a podcast. He's been on a few podcasts and said some pretty outlandish shit, but. That's nothing out of the ordinary for him from no. beforehand. Um, and Hamza, he's, he's pretty wild, he man. He'll say Well, I think, I think the things. thing about Strickland that really pushes the UFC over the line is when he talks about the likes of UFC, uh, the fighter pay mm. and stuff like that and talking about the UFC and kind of giving off signals that maybe it's not the best place to be kind of hinting at that kind of side of things is maybe that's maybe what Dana... He also does, does like. turn that whole thing around at the very end of those spiels normally and yeah. says like he would not be he, he yeah, wouldn't be true. anything that without yeah so i mean that's yeah so uh walker and ankalaev that was a interesting fight to say the least um it wasn't yeah, that is the least you fight, could say it? Yeah. no it sucked <laughs> it did suck it wasn't even a fight no that was like we got yeah. more action after it was called off yeah, that that was interesting. That was that was interesting. <laughs> Seeing Dana get in there, like, whoa, come on, yeah, yeah, come on, guys, oh, yeah. calm down, calm down. No, it was it was disappointing, man. Um, yeah. that was a really exciting matchup. Both of those guys have um, they're both at kind of a, a bit of a tipping point in the in the light heavyweight division. They could be, they could be in that conversation for a, a kind of title contender kind of match or or something like that. Well, but... that's kind of what it was, right? That was kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I think there may have been another fight in it for Johnny before a, a shot at the belt. Um, Ankalaev, maybe not so much. He has kind of proven. Um, oh, they, he did fight for it. He did fight for it, and it was very close. It was very close. close. Some well, it had to be to be a draw. I'd yeah. say he won. Yeah, same, same. Um, it was close, but yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. say he did win. It's a tough fight to score, and it's mm. it, it really does come down to the whole the whole judging debate that everyone's been having lately on yeah. how it really works and how some fights can be um like yeah it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of the time but uncle versus johnny walker terrible uh terrible call in my opinion i think there needed to be a bit more time put into that um and a bit more effort because it, it didn't look like there was much of that going on no no it um, looked like the the doctor really rushed his decision yeah um they've got five minutes for a reason johnny also apparently was cooperating with him um he asked him where he was and he said in the desert or fighting in the desert which technically that is where he is yeah if i was a brazilian speaking broken english that's probably the answer i'd give yeah. to. yeah um i think the only positive we can take out of this is it easily uh sets up who they're fighting yeah. next because yeah. it should be a rematch that's easy for us right we don't yeah. have to play matchmaker here too much it's going to be a rematch um straight on to the next one and fingers crossed we can get a better fight out of it um <clears throat> that's you know enough said really uh yeah i think so it's a it is what it is it's one of those fights that you know it's just a shame that it went the way it did mm. and you know on to the next yeah um yeah i think so yeah so other than that from that card there was a few other fights uh obviously Ikram 
Aliskarov, the man who has fought Chimaev in the past and got yeah. viciously knocked out with an extremely amazing mm. uppercut. Quickly summon that up. He looks great. He looks he great. He should be fighting in a someone of a bit higher caliber. Yeah. Um, Saeed Namagomedov, another great fight. 100%. Um, he was good too. Another very dominant performance, yeah. but... First, yeah. first or oh, second minute he got the finish, which is which is insane. Same with Aliskarov. Yeah, third minute um, he got the finish. Both round one, mm. super impressive. Both those guys. Um, and there's not really much to say about either of the opponents. No, they were just very impressive. They, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alves obviously former title challenger, but he's a natural one one seventy pounder. You know, it's it is what it is at that point. Another um, guy moving up a weight class. Another guy moving up. I think he was a replacement. No, yeah, he was a replacement. Um, so you know. He did what he needed to do. Now it's time to chuck him in the top 15. Top 15 or top 10. Chuck him in there. Let's see how he goes. Um, he Ashcroft looks very aggressive. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Same with Saeed. Let's move him up. Let's get him a good opponent. Hmm. Um, and there's the plenty of matchups at Bantamweight at the moment there as is. well. Um, there's, there is. there's that top 10 um, are all guys that you know could have one or two fights and be in there for a title shot. Like 100%. It's a very competitive division, and he is looking like a very competitive fighter. He is. Uh, fingers crossed... Um, just touching on Magomedov, fingers crossed his gas tank has been improved. We didn't really get to see much of it, obviously. He seems a bit like a fighter that if he finishes you in the first round, you know, great. But if you get him out of that first round, he mm. struggles. Um, so fingers crossed he can, because he can be a real player at bantamweight if he definitely out that issue. But that um, will be the, the next big question um, I think we'll have to answer. We put him in there against, there's plenty of capable wrestlers and jiu-jitsu guys in the, in the top. Top, top 15. Yeah, the top 15. And I think if we put him up against someone like that who can, who does have the skills to get through a, a first round with mm. him, um, it will be interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, 100%. That's, um, yeah, I, I fully agree. So both, excited about both those guys, but I really don't think we learned all that much. Um, Saeed's no. been knocking around for a bit now, beating guys, struggling in the later rounds. It's, but this is what uh, we want to see from them at this point it, as well. Yeah, They're yeah, both still guys. fairly new to the UFC, so... I mean, this is kind of the treatment that most um, fighters who have chance of potential get when they when they get in. But um, yep. yeah, like we both like we've both agreed on here, we, we need to see them up against someone a bit more challenging and see how they yeah how they see deal how they with fit. that adversity. Yeah, moving um, forward. Yeah, moving on. Moving we've on. We've got a blockbuster event tomorrow. We do. Uh, it's a it's a big one. It's a big one. Um, I think a lot of people will be watching this fight, uh, with kind of. I don't know how to kind of describe it. it. Doesn't feel like McGregor Mayweather, no. Even though it's similar, um, and... it feels more like uh, Logan Paul versus Mayweather. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's strange yeah. because looking at it from like an analytical point of view, obviously Connor had the chance to knock out Mayweather. He did. He's got that left hand, and if he lands it on anyone's chin, they're going to sleep. Hmm. But looking at this one, if Ngannou lands on Fury. There's a much bigger chance that he's going to sleep. He could and he gets kill the him, win, right? Yeah, he could. He could. We've but, all seen him yeah, in the UFC. I agree with you. But there's less hype around this fight and less intrigue than there was against with Conor Mayweather. Yeah, both going up against one of the best boxers of all time as an MMA fighter in their debut as a boxer. That's right. But people are giving Ngannou less props of what he could potentially do, um, which is interesting to me. It's because he's not a UFC champ anymore. Well, yeah, and that's, that's that's probably it, right? That's but, the yeah. thing. There's he's no, lost a lot of stock. There's yeah, he's lost a lot of stock. And when this fight was originally rumored, Francis was the the UFC heavyweight champion of the world, and there was no one that could argue with him at that time. You know, there were still a couple of questions on people that were coming up through that division, but I think he 
Everyone wanted to see him against Jones, right? Everyone wanted to see him <clears> against Jones. <throat> that is the ultimate kind of question that I unfortunately I don't think we'll ever get answered. No, but no, um, definitely not. not if now. we do get a chance to answer it, come to the combat corner and we'll break the fight down for you yes, before it happens. This but, is the corner. But yeah, the the thing is, he's not a UFC champion anymore. He's lost a lot of stock. Yeah, when was. it was McGregor versus Mayweather. He was at the top. That was yeah. He was at the peak of his career. <clears throat> peak and of McGregor uh, mania. Yeah. When this fight, yeah, like I was saying, when this fight was originally rumored in Garner versus Fury, he was at the top of his game. Now he's a he's contracted to the PFL. He hasn't had a fight since he fought Cyril Garn mm-hmm. um, two years ago, probably. Probably about two years ago now, which was a good performance. We saw a lot of wrestling from him. But I'm sorry, he's going into a boxing ring mm. against probably one of the top five best yeah, heavyweight boxers. Yeah, the best heavyweight of all time. Yeah. Um, some people definitely would consider him as... Well, John Fury would. John Fury, definitely. Did does. you see the press conference? Yeah, that was hilarious. Well, I, I mean, John Fury's funny, but he's getting a bit on my nerves yeah. now. It's like, just calm it. He's calling out Mike Tyson. Yeah, and he named his son after Tyson. Now he wants yeah. to fight because he's like, oh, I would fight any man who... Whatever, like have some respect for the other guy's trainer just leave mm. it just let them fight man just yeah calm down. it's it's like it's like that dad on the on the rugby field mm. do you know what i mean who's standing mm. on the sidelines and just screaming for someone else's dad yeah like, i'm gonna... <laughs> looking for someone else's dad <laughs> yeah. it's my dad my dad would beat up your dad yeah. kind of yeah, kind yeah. of energy and like, quite down. frankly, yeah, just his son's a grown man. Grow up, man. <laughs> yeah. man. Tyson Fury is a grown man. Let and alone Tommy see... Fury, he's also a grown man. Both grown men. And he's just there all the time yeah. with his shirt off and his little moustache, and he's like trying he had to fight. A bit of a handlebar going he on did. this time. Looked yeah, he looked, he looked pretty threatening. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting press conference, as always is when John Fury is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, though, like. I've been thinking about something and I think that this might be another reason why it's not quite as hyped okay. as it could potentially be. Obviously with the reason that you gave 100% that is true, but also potentially people have seen Fury against the knockout puncher in um, Deontay, Wilder. Deontay Wilder and they saw the way he handled him and now they're looking at it and they're thinking this is a slower, worse boxer um, with you know similar, probably slightly better knockout power. Mm. Tyson knows how to deal with this guy. He does. And he's done it three times against an actual boxer. Deontay was bigger as well, wasn't he? I think he's... Yeah, I think he's taller, longer mm. reach, I'd say. Um, and Garnu's I don't doubt that he's got more knockout power. And if he lands clean, he can knock out anyone. But Fury has dealt with this. Fury has dealt with this. And against actual boxers. Another thing you and I had a discussion about as well was the fact that with those bigger gloves, there is a much larger guard. And Correct. with a much yeah. larger guard, it's going to be a lot harder for Francis to land clean mm. um, and Especially to get Tyson like, out of there. Yeah, no, 100%. It's going to be really difficult for him. Um, I'd, look, I'd love to see him win. It's, it's, it is going would. to be interesting. Yeah, it'd be yeah. insane if he won. If you knocked him out, it'd be insane. But doing what he's done against UFC guys and when he's knocked out those guys, he's not had the best technique especially like against like Rosenstrike, for example, if you just swing like that, he's just going to get his guard up, get out of the way, and then he's going to counter you, and he's mm. going to counter you, and counter you, hit to the body, slow you down, and then he's going to finish you. Yeah, It's not an easy game, obviously. Mm. Good on Francis for getting the bag, but... That's the thing. That's that's what I wanted to say, to be quite honest, is win or lose. He did it. He did it. Mm. He's fighting the greatest heavyweight on the planet, in terms of boxing, right now, and he still believes, as he should, to be honest, 
Um, I mean, there's a few skeptics out there, like the John Jones, is, like we say, it's a question that, that we won't get an answer to, but he is questionably the best MMA heavyweight on the planet right now. Yeah. Um, so it's... Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a head to head matchup of the two baddest men on the planet, yeah. and that's what it was. That's what it was marketed as a few years ago when when they were trying to make it then. But exactly. that's, that's what, what I think we've missed in the marketing now. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a really interesting fight, and hats off to Francis. He's going to get the biggest payday he will ever receive. He's probably going to earn more in this one fight than he, than has. he has in well, his whole career. Definitely. He yeah, hundred percent. And to come from where he's come from, man, that. That is a story in of itself. Yeah. Like he has had some, he has had some hard losses, but he picks himself up and he takes the positive things out of them and he keeps building his yeah. character to be a stronger and stronger person so that he can, he can go out and he can take these matchups. Like there's not many people out there in the world who would look at their career in a certain area and look over to someone who's been doing, you know, boxing their whole life and go, yeah, I could. I could get in there and yeah. dance around with them. <laughs> no, there's not, not many, many people. people. Uh, it's it's impressive. His confidence and his character is extremely impressive. Mm. And um, unlike a lot of other crossover matches where you see like the Nate Diaz pulling a guillotine and uh, Dylan I don't Dennis, think we'll see you know, any of that. From he won't Francis. do that. He's got too much respect for himself. He's got he too much respect for himself, fight. and he has too much respect for his opponents. Yeah, he's a very this is a legit boxing fight. Yeah, it it really is. People obviously love to say that it isn't but it is it's a legit boxing fight and um we're going to see two of the best heavyweights in the world in their respective fields go out there and knock it out and you know fingers crossed we see a, a good fight fingers yeah. crossed you know francis really does well and um yeah, all props to the guy mm-hmm. um i honestly don't know anything about the undercard <laughs> i don't yeah, even know I, if there is one like yeah. there will be but there will that, be but... that's that's the thing that's another thing about this fight it's not been marketed very well no well, that's boxing in, in general, though. I mean, like, boxing, you never hear about the undercard. I mean, unless you're talking, um, unless you're talking these, like, YouTube events where, like, there, there's just, there's, yeah, there's no undercard to this. The main draw is obviously this fight. Um, I mean, you could, you could surely let us know if you're, if this is offending you and there's someone on yeah. the undercard that you're a, a big fan of and we missed them out. But any boxing, quite fanatics. frankly, yeah, we're, that's not our, our not our specialty. No, but no, no, no. We're here for Francis. We're here to see how he can do against Tyson Fury. Obviously, um, Tyson's a very exciting fighter to watch, nonetheless, um, whether we're boxing fans or not. But that's, yeah, like you say, that's all we've heard about this card. Um, and I'm not going to dig any deeper. That's all I want to no, say. No, <laughs> no. I think we've got it all out there. Like, um, yeah, please leave a comment or, or leave your feedback of what you think is going to happen in this fight. Mm. Um, personally, my prediction is... Mid to later rounds, I think. Uh, I think Fury will get the finish. Yeah, I'll be sitting on the edge of my on my on the edge of my seat for the first three rounds. Yeah, just kind of yeah. with the slight thought that you know Francis is in there and he's, he's yeah. got a hell of a he does right hand. He but, couldn't um, pay me to take a punch like that. He yeah, no. pay me to take a punch. Like no, that. hell no. But yeah, after those first three rounds, I think it's going to be all about Tyson's footwork and yeah. all about how. We've he seen, can, we've seen use Ngannou gas. and yeah, exactly. We have seen Ngannou gas, and boxing is is probably yeah, it's it's going to do that time. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, like I say, yeah, leave a comment, please. We'd love to hear what your um, feedback is on this fight. That would be great. Definitely, um, we're we're extremely excited. But it is what it is at this point. You know, that's it's right. going to be a bit of fun, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, so I new... mean, we brushed over him 
a couple of times in that in that discussion there. But John Jones getting a pictorial injury. Yes. Just a couple of weeks before his big fight against Stipe Miocic. Yeah, that's uh it sucks really. Um if I'm completely honest, it does suck. It's, it does. It's not uh, any good news. Um, obviously, he's going to be out for about eight months. That's <clears throat> um, a long time. That's a long time. And man, like we've seen a lot of that in those heavier divisions in the last couple of years. How many times has injuries prevented fights at light heavyweight and yeah. heavyweight as well? Like mm. knocking gosh, people man. out of the title. Um, yeah, it's it's really been both those divisions have been a little bit haunted recently. Um, nightmare to be a matchmaker for those divisions yeah, at the moment. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare. It would be like obviously we got a great fight to replace it in um, Pavlovich versus Aspinall. Mm. That's a great fight. That's a fight that I really wanted to see. Yeah, um, it's just a shame that 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 fight couldn't go ahead because yeah. Um, and I, I can I completely agree with Dana that it is a massive disrespect to offer to even offer Miocic an interim fight for against one of those guys. It's just not fair. I don't think. To no. be like, look, Miocic, you haven't fought for a couple of years. You're one of the best heavyweights of all time. You're one of our biggest legends. We've made a lot of money off you. We want you to fight this up-and-coming, hungry guy mm. to give you a chance to potentially fight John Jones. Stipe wants to fight John for the legacy. Same with John. He wants to fight Stipe for the legacy. Mm. What happens after that is whatever, but I think it's good the way they're doing it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There have already been rumours about Stipe being uh, removed from the roster, but yeah, I think... I saw that, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of that going around on, on Twitter, but um, yeah, I don't think we'll see that. I think, hopefully, he does. He has given the, the chance to stick around and yeah. and get that fight. But I mean, it's tricky, because once you've, once you've got that interim, that interim belt taken care of, and either Tom or Sergey um, get that belt... You've kind of got to make the next fight them versus John Jones, don't you? You can't wait around for John to get healthy, match him up against Stipe, see who wins that, and then hope that one of them's healthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's I think, it's a re- I think it's really tricky, man. It is tricky, and and the way that they've done it is interesting. Um, I think personally, this is just a you know, it's all speculation, but I think what's going to happen is, um, the winner of Aspinall versus Pavlovich will, you know, um. After John Jones and Stipe fight, there's a potential that both of them retire. Mm. Maybe that interim um, winner becomes the champion just yeah. after that fight. Seems like that could potentially happen, right? That is another thing, yeah. I mean, we heard rumours right after the Cyril Garn fight that Jones might be retiring. Yeah, um, yeah. like one more fight maybe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 And this Stipe fight does seem kind of like the legacy fight you'd want to walk out on. Um, 100%. Beat the heavyweight goat. That's right. Walk off into the into the hills. Same for Stipe. Beat John Jones, or lose to John Jones. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter for either of these two. They want to fight each other. They want to bang it out. We want to see it. You know, cool. But um, I kind of can't wait for this all to be over and just have a heavyweight champ who's knocking down contenders. That's it. It would be good, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those divisions now where it's it's, it's been held up for way too long. Yeah. Like Ngannou being the champ and then going through his contract negotiations for however long that went on for. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It felt like years. It was years. Mm. It felt like years because yeah. it was years. It was, it was literally and years. And how many title fights have we had in the heavyweight division in the last three years? Maybe two. Three pushing it. If if that last Stipe Ngannou fight was within the last three years, which I don't think it was. Maybe around three years ago. Yeah. So we've had uh, two. You look at all of the other divisions. No, it's not. It's it's kind of like you look at light heavyweight as well. 
Light heavyweight has it's been slow, but it hasn't it hasn't been that slow, man. No, it's not been slow necessarily, but it's a mess. There's nothing solid there, you know, nothing no. concrete. Like in heavyweight for a while, you know, we had Stepe as the champ, then we had DC as the champ, then we had Stepe as the champ, then Francis. It was mm. like it was all going. Mm. Now it's like blah. And in light heavyweight, we had um, Jones as the champ. Obviously, he left. We yeah. had um, we said Jan as the, uh, DC before him. Yeah, obviously and. Um, Blashevich, he was obviously the champ for a wee bit. Um, Glover won it off him, and then we had Yuri, and then Yuri got injured. And then there's been so many changes. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hard Crazy. to hard to keep track. But fingers crossed, we I can th- get some stability. It does well. Stability is good, but yeah, I do I do like the changing of the torch. I think there's definitely um, there's definitely a time and place for it, and I think now is probably that time trying to figure out who that guy like because we see it and. Like we were talking about um, Featherweight earlier. Volk is just levels above Holloway, who seems to be levels above everyone, everyone else. Yeah. So, I mean, there's <clears> no one in that light heavyweight division at the moment who has kind of put themselves up there on that pedestal to be like, mm. I am... Like, we haven't seen that from anyone. But when we do, yeah, it will be nice. Be but good. at the moment, I'm enjoying everyone slugging it out. Trying yeah, to, The interesting... It is yeah. quite dramatic and... I suppose we and we've had these situations before. Like, for ex- a good example would be lightweight when McGregor won the belt. Mm. Then he went and fought Mayweather, and it was a whole hold up at the top. And Khabib um, won the title off. Um, oh, there was, no, there was, even before that, there was an interim belt that Tony won, and then Khabib beat. Um, Tony got injured, got stripped. Khabib beat Iaquinta, and then Khabib eventually fought Connor for the title, and mm. it was c- kind of all came right at that yeah. point. So in the next year or so, we will see these divisions come right. Um, it's just been insane to see the mess that they have become. Like, yeah, you know. Um, and I think introducing all these big names back into the mix wouldn't help either. Yeah, I mean, you've got the same thing with um, with light heavyweight as well. Like some of these guys now are big names. Like yeah. Jerry Prohaska is now a big name. He is Jamal Hill. A couple of years ago, no one would have really yeah. thought twice. He's a big name. <clears throat> Won the title. Alex Pereira, yeah. ex-middleweight champ now. Another big name. There's so many guys. And then, yeah, John Jones, Stipe Miocic, these guys that we haven't seen fight in so long. Obviously, we had Jones earlier in the year. But what I'm saying is recently, mm. these guys all coming through, it makes it so difficult to keep matching them up against people that will keep them relevant and keep them fighting yep. and keep them interested. Because, yeah, like you say, putting Stipe up against Sergei Pavlovich yeah no thanks <laughs> no 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 especially i mean stipe could definitely win that fight 100 oh, he could, but, he could, but no. he's like 40 39 <laughs> yes, yeah. 40 he's he's not it doesn't seem fair to him they're not in it for the same reason at the moment no you know stipe's there to cement something that he worked so hard to kind of you know put out there he was the yeah. greatest heavyweight of all time and you know sergey like you say is a young hungry guy who was just walking through everyone mm, mm, um they're, they're on different paths yeah yeah and it, it's it sucks to see someone like that um, go out on a on a terrible loss. Do you know, yeah, like you want to see him fight Jones. Yeah, we want to see him fight Jones. Even if he loses to Jones, it's not a big 100%. deal. You know, hundred percent. But that injury that didn't look nice. No, it didn't. It looked um, like a big one. It's torn away from the bone. Mm. I hear that's yeah. So apparently he's going to surgery this week. So eight months is roughly predicted to be the time frame that he'll be out for, and then he'll be able to compete hopefully in eight months. So. <clears throat> you know, we'll see what happens. Um, wishing John Jones the best, obviously. Get through that surgery, come back, fight Stipe, walk off into the hills, man. You've done it all. Mm. Same with Stipe. 
Um, and then in 20 years time fight francis and ghana on yes, an exhibition match exactly because <laughs> both of them have ran out of yeah. money so yeah we need to fight it'll be in vr though yeah vr yes. <laughs> in fuck it, in um in met the metaverse yeah we want to see jones versus Nganu in the coliseum in the coliseum when they're both 50 but they're actually 20 because yeah. it's in vr mm. and they're at their peak jones is you know doing coke and all this stuff Francis is in the sand mines, mm. bashing it out right there, right then. 100%. Francis has just got to the US. Yeah. Jones is on blow yeah. at on a nightclub. He's they bump into out. each other, yeah. 20 years old. Boom. VR. Mark Zuckerberg, I want it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, should we move on? I think let's, we should. Let's talk about Almeida versus Lewis. So, upcoming fight night, Almeida versus Lewis. We'll brush over this one briefly. It's a um, smaller fight night, good main event. Almeida looking dangerous with the jiu-jitsu and the takedowns. Lewis mm. can get up. Can't he? Can't you like? We Lewis said, can get up. Lewis can just stand up. You know this. We all know this. So Who's I don't know why up? Almeida would even fight him. I mean, predetermined. We're gonna answer those questions tomorrow. Yes. But um, yeah, Derek Lewis, the most knockouts in UFC history. Um, is it UFC history or is it heavyweight? I think it's UFC history. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Either way, it's an incredible feat. Mm. Um whatever it may be yeah whichever um, one that is yeah but yeah he's he's another guy that i think it's kind of, history yeah it is we have seen him have a couple of uh rough fights lately we once we saw him take that loss against taitui vasa it kind of did look a little bit uncertain there for a while but he is coming off a win uh i believe in his last fight who yeah. was that against uh lima douglas lima i believe yes. he oh no not douglas lima uh, lima uh something de lima um or something he, he knocked him out that was a convincing victory. I remember yeah, that nonetheless. I may not be able to remember. Hands. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was a great fight. He looked like Jorge Masvidal out there. He did. He incredible. had the, <laughs> the pace. He had the, the power. Yeah. He looked great. Um, that's right. It was over in about a minute, wasn't it? It was, yeah. 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 Um, so he is, he's looking in good form. Um, he definitely hasn't lost his spark. Um, no, absolutely not. He's, so, he's still the old Derek, Derek Lewis that we're used to, um, I, I believe. And... Honestly, I believe he's going to get it done. I think mm. we're going to see a Derek Lewis knockout first round. Um, obviously, Almeida's dangerous as all hell. He is brilliant um, from what we've seen of him. But Derek Lewis, he's got that knockout power. I'm going with Lewis. Yeah, I'd like to see Lewis get it done. Um, and yeah, I think he will. He's, yeah, like you say, he's got that knockout power. He has shown that for whatever reason, jiu-jitsu doesn't seem to work on him. Hmm. Um, Multiple but, times. Yeah, like you say, Almeida is a threat on the ground. And yeah, it, it, it could be interesting if it gets to the ground. But yeah, well, we'll, we'll see tomorrow, won't yeah. we? No, we will. Um, great fight. It's going to be entertaining. Another good fight on the card is Gabriel Bonfim. Uh, his brother is also in the UFC. Uh, he's 15-0. and 0 very talented guy i believe all of his fights in the ufc have come by first round finish due to a guillotine choke wow um he's fighting nicholas dalby big step up in competition dalby's obviously um a, a decent welterweight who's been at least near to the top 10 top 15 um potentially in there a couple times good fight french guy um just yeah i'm glad you know i'm glad you know these guys um <laughs> That's what that's what I'll say about this co-main. 
good. Yeah. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You should watch it. It's, I will be watching Von Beam it. is good, man. He's yeah. good. He's, I have he's no doubt that these guys are yeah. good. I just... <laughs> 15 and 0. You know. In all honesty, my research has been uh, up notch this week. Oh, the other Bonfim is on the card. He's lower on the card. Um, Ismail Bonfim. We'll just pop up what we're looking at because we can do that. We so can. we've got the card up here, obviously. Um, Luis Almeida and then Bonfim Dalby. We've got Ferreira versus Mize. Uh, Abus, he's back. Back again versus Borello. That'll be a good one. These two guys look impressive. Mm. Um, hopefully Magomed can work through his issues that he had. That last fight looked pretty shocking versus um, good old Sean Strickland. That's right. Yeah. Bonfim, this is the other guy. He, this is his brother. The he, bro. He's good. He's got some knockout power. He knocked out um, Terence McKinney with a flying knee. Curtis Blades obviously was supposed to fight Almeida, but um, that obviously got cancelled. Yeah. Decent fight night card, nothing to run home about. Um, we will be tuning in, but you know it's it's a bit bit of one of those, you know. Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up with the UFC this year to finish out twenty twenty three. Um, anyway, let's move on to the most important part of the video. We will now be reviewing the alcoholic beverage that we have been consuming throughout the video, Orion. I've enjoyed it, mate. I've enjoyed it too. I mean, I'll it's not quite all gone because I've been savouring every moment Same. of it. Yeah. It's this a nice beer. It's I don't not the think... best one I've ever had. No. See, if I were binge drinking it, which I don't do, if I were binge drinking it, then I, I think I would struggle. But just a nice, a nice something a bit different to sip through Yeah. while you're recording a podcast about MMA with your friend. You know, if you don't have that kind of setting, it might be a bit difficult. If you don't have but... friends, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is unfortunate, and we're here for you. Yeah, um, reach out. Honestly, we have no fans, so we'll probably reply. Yeah, we need friends as well. We do. But yeah, nice beer. <laughs> it I'm is gonna, a good beer. Yeah, I'm going to give that a, a 6.8 out of 10. 6.8. Mm. Oh, okay. Because So I'm going to alter my score. I was going to give it an 8, but because you gave it a 6.8, I think maybe I'm going a bit too high. Um. I have very high hopes for the segment. Six is the average. Six is an average beer, definitely. Six is an average beer. Five is below average. Even though, yeah. So out of ten, I'm going to give it a seven point. I'm just going to give it a seven. Seven flat. Seven flat. Um, Very honest. Yeah. I'll give it a seven. So good beer. I would drink it again. Similar to what you said. What kind of price are we looking at per can there, Kobe? These are $5.50 each. That's New Zealand, so in US dollars, that's about three, three dollars, three US dollars for a cam. Um, we always convert everything into US dollars. Yeah, just because, you know, that's our ma- potentially our main audience. Yeah, we know how you guys love your ethnic people. Um, yeah, good beer. <laughs> it's going to go up there as number one for now um, because we haven't done this before. So the Orion. This is, is the best beer we've one. had on this podcast. It is. It is hands down. Hands down. Absolutely, hands down. Let's see what we do next, BK. So I think I gave we we we, we rated a Victoria bitter last we did, week yeah. on our on our on our practice episode that you'll never see, and uh, I think might. I gave it a four. Yeah, you gave it. I think I gave it a five. Yeah. So we we are honest about these. A six point eight. That is that is a fairly decent review. You should be happy yeah. with that, Orion. You should. We know and you're watching you this in Okinawa. If they want to pay us money to mm. honestly if any of these beer companies want to pay us any money that would please, be great I'd love and then money. we could just drink your beer mm. and 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 we'll say nice things about the it content 
That's right. Um, anyway, guys, moving on. Thank you very much for watching this uh, episode of the podcast. If you got this far, extra thank you. This is um, our first episode. Hopefully we did all right. And if you just skip to the end, thanks again as well. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching the outro. We really appreciate that. Yes. Thanks for thank not just shutting much. it off altogether. Just mm. let us finish things off on our own terms, you know? Yeah. Just, you've got to watch every episode. If you don't, we will... We'll find you. Find anyway, you. like, yeah. subscribe, all that cringy stuff that you yeah. say at the end of a video. But um, leave any comments with any feedback. We'd actually really appreciate feedback. Yeah, anything 100%. we could do better. Any recommendations for us. Um, this is this is a new thing, so we do look to improve every episode. Um, yeah, please, again, I, I double down. Like, subscribe, comment. It really helps. Um, hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah. Peace. Thank you very much. Oh, 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 oh,